0: Yesterday, another group of folks went down to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and they delivered 1,300 pounds of fresh produce to the food pantry that we have partnered with down there. This is a picture of what they took. This is one of our focuses as a community this year. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yesterday, another group from our church drove to Camp Eagle for a high school youth retreat. As I looked around at the group yesterday, I noticed that there are students who are very active in our program, but then there are a lot of students on that trip that are not very active, and some of them don't even really know why they're on that trip like one of my children. Ministry to young people is one of the focuses we have as a community this year. Last Tuesday, a group of families gathered here with a few of our church members who lead them and mentor them in a ministry called Divorce Care. This is an outreach to our community in Westlake, and this is something we continue to focus on this year. So just with those three examples, which of these groups is doing mission? asked a few church members what mission means to them. They said things like, trying to accomplish something. Taking care of others, especially the poor, needy, ill, and lonely, by giving of your time and resources. Christ's love in action. An opportunity to do something beautiful for God. So I want you to take a moment and consider how you would define mission. In our text today, we are going to get a sneak peek at what mission meant when Jesus was walking this earth, and possibly what mission could mean for all of us today. We continue in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. And Jesus said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. The word mission, it comes from the Latin word missio, which means to be sent. In the Gospels, the people that were sent out in this text, the 70, are called apostles. In Greek, apostolon, those that were literally sent out. There are a couple of things I find super interesting about these 70 and the details that Luke gives us. Notice that they are sent out in pairs, two by two. Notice who they were sent to. These had to have been people with resources. They had homes big enough for two additional people, and they had food enough to feed two additional mouths. Notice what they were sent to do. Share the peace of Christ, build relationships, and share where they have seen the kingdom of God. Every one of these directives presents a challenge for us today. Ultimately, it's a challenge to live as apostles, to live as missionaries, those that have been sent out to whatever place we are in, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our schools, in our clubs. All of us are called to missional living Jesus tells them first, share the peace. He says, whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. Modern day theologian Amy Oden writes it this way. She says, this word of peace, it's the first word. It's the opening word. It's the announcing word. Notice that Jesus does not tell them to do any sort of assessment before making the proclamation. He doesn't ask them to determine whether this house follows the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or whether this house has kept the law, or whether this house is likely to receive the good news Jesus brings. Jesus Jesus doesn't ask them to do a risk assessment or prejudge whether this house will be worth their time. If anyone is there who shares in the peace, Jesus says, your peace will rest on that person. And I had never noticed the peace is personal. The peace that is shared is is the one that the individual believer already has within themselves. You see, the first challenge in doing this mission thing is that each of us needs to make sure we have that peace. To be sure, peace of Christ doesn't mean things in one's life are peaceful. (laughs) It's It's the assurance that whether the sea is like glass or whether it is covered in white caps, God is present. God is in control. This is peace. And I wonder if any of us feel like we need more peace in our lives. Anyone longing to know more fully that God is present and in control? Missional living begins with first tending to our own souls. Just because any of us have reached a certain age or maturity or stage or done a number of service hours or been confirmed, living into our mission as followers of Christ involves spending time with Jesus. After sharing the peace, Jesus says this, he says, remain in the same house, eating and drinking, whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. The second aspect of living a life of mission is that it is rooted in relationships. Stay in one place. Abide by their customs and culture. Be respectful that they have their own story. Part of living missionally in the world as a Christ follower means that we are sent out to do relationships in a very unique way. We are sent out to do relationships based on the fact that God is already at work in that person's life, and God will long be at work in that person's life after we leave. We have over 70, which I think is an interesting fact right now. We have over 70 people from our congregation who are partnering with the five Afghan refugee families that we have committed to come alongside for the past six months. In all of these encounters, these people have learned how very culturally different we are from the Afghans. We take our shoes off before we enter the house. We sit on the floor because that is where they most often sit, even when they eat. If we take a meal to the house, we make sure that it is halal, which is kosher for a Muslim, making sure that there aren't any animal gelatins in them. Several of the women are getting prenatal care for the first time ever, even though one of them has already had nine babies. But because of their culture, these women only want to see female doctors. So when one of our volunteers brings one of the women to the doctor and discovers that it is a man, she tells him, we need to find a female doctor for her. How amazing that our church family has remained in one place in their partnership in such a way that is intentionally respectful of where they have come from, what they value, and what makes them feel most safe. I hope you know that as a church, we have made a commitment to partner with these families until they are self-sufficient. Jesus says, share the peace Build relationships, and then share where you see God. We have a responsibility as followers of Jesus to share something with other people. The kingdom of God is near. That's what Jesus says. Let me show you it. Let me remind you of it. Let me help you see it around you and in you, and it's mutual. The folks that we're in relationship with, they're going to show us the kingdom of God as well. Missional living is intentionally mutual, back and forth. Let me show you God. You show me God. It is no surprise that on the two trips that our church members have taken down to Lake Charles, as they have been sitting there with our friends that are surviving hurricanes, still to this day, those friends each time look at us and say, how can we help you? How can we be praying for you? You see, that's how relationships work. It is two ways. I heard a story about this week, one of our volunteers took an Afghan man and his adult age son to get his first bank account. They were thrilled and excited. This was going to be one more step to self-sustainability. And as they sat before the bank man, the bank man looked to the volunteer and said, as of February 1st, we don't take that as the documentation anymore. And she said, please, can, we, can you just pretend it's January 31st? This family needs this. And then she, he said no, and she had to look at the man, the young man, and through her Google Translate had to say, You're not going to be able to get it today." He took the phone from her, and he spoke into the phone and turned it around, and to her it said, do not be discouraged. It's mutual. We all have a mission, whether it is staying in Austin and working in our very own neighborhood, or traveling to Lake Charles. Mission is different than purpose. We all have different purposes in life, but we are all called to be missional. Mission cannot be separated from being a Christ follower. It is what we do because we believe that the very thing that we believe in, the very thing that we believe in, God who became flesh and dwelt among us, is something that everyone on the earth should do. Know about. And we believe this because we think that a life that is aware of this is simply the best life a person can live. And this is the thing sometimes it might be me or you that needs to be reminded of that. I hope you know that this is the focus of our community inviting people into God's larger story as we follow Christ together. And I am thrilled to tell you that next Sunday after the 11 a.m. service, we will have a called congregational meeting to accept the candidate for associate pastor for mission and outreach from our associate pastor nominating committee. This pastor is going to serve alongside all of us and our mission partners as we live as people that are sent out to share the peace To remain in one house, building relationships, eating whatever is set before us, and proclaiming this is where we see God. May it be so in my life and in yours. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, may we hear you send us out today, wherever that is, to go share your peace, to love big. And with mutual respect to share where the kingdom of God is at work. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.